Welcome, welcome to another episode. Gas Network presents Sports for the Culture. And I'm here with the family. Price XXV, double I. Rome. Dimelo. Bro, flying. T-Buggy, man. To the greatest sports show on the planet, La Familia. Hope y'all ready for a ride. Can't wait to hear what you guys got to say. Yes, sir. We are back. It's your favorite sports show in the world. The best sports show on the planet. Gas presents sports for the culture. I'm tonight's host at Bryce XXVII. As always, I'm joined by the dream team. I'm starting with my man. Bottom left. Introduce yourself, brother. It's your boys. Dimelo. I know I haven't seen you guys in a minute, but I just want to say that, that the Yankees are going to win. They're looking great. Yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck the Rays. The Nationals ain't shit. You know, the Nationals ain't never gonna be shit again. And watch Juan Soto come to the Yankees come July. Bro, why, why, why is my team catching strays for no reason? Bro? <laughs> That's all I want to know, bro. Like you had no, it was no reason for that, bro. You just decided to do it. Because I'm a hater right now. I'm a hate. It's the it hate, like hate, hate convention. It do be like that sometimes, but uh. All right, man. Shout out to the Yankees, though. Y'all, y'all might make a little run this year. We'll see. Y'all got a squad. Y'all got a squad. I swear to God, if they don't, bro, I'm going to just cry. I'm going to just cry and put it back on here again with the Yankees logo on it. It'll come down in the pitching, man. You better hope Rodon get healthy soon, uh-huh. man, guy. You better hope he gets healthy real soon. Uh, bottom right, introduce yourself, sir. You know who it is, your boy Young Rome 22, man. Shout out to all the loyal listeners and followers out there. If you're new, hit that subscribe button, that follow button. Uh man, let's get let's get right to it, man. We got a lot to get into, man. These playing games, uh, the the Hawks. I'm trying to talk about them. Trey Young. I got I got I got something to say about that. So the the whole trade scenario, like I I, I I'm gonna save it. We got one more introduction, but I got a lot to say about that. Okay, okay, yeah, wrong, wrong. See, when wrong gets spicy, the spices be coming out in the intro. I like that, dog. I like that, dog. Let's. <laughs> Let's get to it, man. Uh, top left, introduce yourself. What up, man? Scruff Lion, good ass sports. I just want to give a quick shout out to the two time back to back scoring champion, Joel Embiid. You feel me? My guy handling his business, soon to be the MVP. And probably, you know, we can start this karmic shift, uh, you know, that's supposed to happen. So, yeah. Man, karmic shift. It ain't no karma, bruh. It ain't no karma. It ain't no damn karmic shift about Joel Embiid, bruh. But shout out to Embiid, man. He did, uh... Feel me? Disrespect. But, uh, <laughs> I ain't finished. But, nah, shout out to Joel Embiid, though, because he did he did just get the second uh, second scoring champion in a row. And, and I do think... Uh, I was, First I time it's ever been done by a center, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. Do you think? Do you think at this point? Do you think Joel Embiid is automatic MVP? Is that are we that consensus amongst the panel? Uh, no, I think ultimately uh, you always have to be on alert for propaganda. So I'm always looking, keep my eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I feel like I think Joel Embiid has, has officially surpassed um, Jokic. I feel like the one guy though. They, I can see them giving it to is Giannis. Giannis having a hell of a season this year, bro. Yeah. And um, Bucks have got the, the best record in the league, so I think that's the only competition. But for my money, I'm gonna give it. To, I'm gonna give it to Embiid this year. I think he had enough moments. He had enough moments, bro. 
That game the other day where he had over half of Philly's points. That was a big one. Moment. That's a moment, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. Nah, I think Giannis is kind of snuck into the race in this research. It's like ultimately like you're trying to find the hole in, in the credibility case for everybody involved. You know what I mean? But uh, Giannis, yeah. Yeah, Giannis makes a case, but I think Joel getting that scoring title seals, in my opinion. But I think it'll be closer than it should be. And, you know, I'm always keeping my eyes open for, for any potential weird stuff going on. And the narratives are already surfaced about, about Giannis all of a sudden. All of a sudden, I don't, I don't know if it's – I don't know if it's Giannis all of a sudden. Giannis has been having a nice season. He, his name's been in that MVP race. Uh, if he didn't get hurt, I would say he probably would have been the front runner. But, you know, Joel's kind of fallen into it. But I, I, I would say that I would give it to him B2. But if Giannis wouldn't have got hurt, I think he would have probably ran away with it, bro. Not ran away with it, but at least at least as far as him and Embiid, I think there would have been a, a sizable gap. A part of it, bro, is like the Embiid crowd been so loud for so long. and Because Embiid did not deserve it last year, bro. But they were saying, like, oh, Embiid should have had it. You feel me? But I think this year, though, Jokic can't get it again. You have a three-time MVP. Bro, that has nothing to do with MVP, bro. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. If you want to make it uh, MVP can't get out the quarterfinals, then make it a, a whole year award and don't make it a regular season award. But as long as it's a regular season award – Guy go to the most viable player in the regular season. You know what I'm saying? And neither can Embiid. So both them dudes got to make it out of quarterfinals, man. Um, we'll see. We'll see. But speaking of playoffs, let's get into it a little bit, man. Playing started tonight. We already seen results from the Heat versus the Hawks. Uh, shout out to the Hawks, man. They got it done. They wrapped up that seventh seed. Um Thoughts, man. Did y'all catch any of this game? Uh, we were talking about it before the air. We got into Trey Young. So before we do that, did y'all catch this game at all? Call a little bit at the beginning. Oh well, the beginning. I didn't see the beginning. I'm guessing it looked somewhat like the end. Um, yep. The Hawks kind of had control most of the game. Uh, Trey Young was doing his thing, but the Heat they go on their little runs. They just couldn't never capture enough. Momentum, which is strange considering they were the home team. Um, the Hawks got something, bro. They brought in Quinn Snyder to kind of be the savior of this team, like midseason, almost like they already had that uh, trick up their sleeve. And it seems like he's got them playing good basketball, at least right now. That looked like good basketball to me for a lot of that game from the Hawks. What, what, y'all, what y'all think about Quinn Snyder, uh, that, that, did, that midseason addition? I'm going to speak on uh, the Hawks real quick. I will say this. The Hawks have been the definition of a 500 basketball team for the duration of this season. Every they one and one, they went two and two, three and three, all the way up until 41 and 41, uh, or whatever their record is now. Um, so, you know, with that being said, I think they've had moments of success, but I don't think they've had enough to separate themselves from the pack. Now, if we're talking about the, this pack, you know, this particular pack, which includes the Heat, and, you know, two teams that haven't played yet, which are worse teams, the Chicago Bulls being one of them. And I heard these, these Chicago Bulls, man, I heard him say something about Chicago Bulls all season. Um, so, terrible. obviously, not very good. Um, so they should have went to the drive. Fucking Bulls the Hawks over. have never done enough to me to separate themselves from the pack this season. And, you know, this is a particularly, you know, shitty pack. So they've done a good job of separating themselves. They are the best of this pack. <laughs> But that doesn't mean they're actually a playoff threat. Especially not against the Celtics. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I don't see them making no noise against the Celtics, but it is interesting. And I think one of the in- more interesting cases about the Hawks is Trey Young. Um, he seems to be a pretty polarizing player, bro. Like, he's one of those dudes you either like love Trey Young or you not a fan. And I don't really hear a lot of middle ground on Trey Young for some reason, um, which is another reason why I kind of compare him to Steph Curry a little bit. I've always felt like Trey Young's game was patterned after Steph Curry. I feel like when Trey Young was probably coming up, you know, high school, in the college, it was when Steph Curry was really becoming that dude. And I don't know, their games look very, very similar to me, especially how they kind of the, – the pace they play at <clears throat> in the half court. Um, but Trey Young possibly up for trade. I mean, you know, I, I, I feel like a couple of y'all on this panel don't really like Trey Young as much as I do. What's the consensus on Trey Young, bro? Like, is this guy top 10, 15 player in the league? Or are we talking about someone who could be compared to, like, his teammate Deontay Murray? Hey, you said you said top 15 earlier. I don't remember if it was, if, if it was live or if it was in the pre-show. But, uh, I mean, I'd be re- willing to argue top 10. I think Trey Young is definitely easily one of the top players in the league, Um I don't. I don't really see an argument against him being a top player, and he does seem to get a lot of hate. And I, I'm not. I'm not too sure why. I don't. I don't know if that's for his his uh, game on the court though, because I think it's pretty undeniable. No, but I mean, for me, is Scruff talking? I think yeah, Scruff, you muted. Oh my bad, but yeah, I say I think top fifteen is pretty accurate because you figure. And I just said they're in the middle of the pack. There's 30 teams. He's the best player on this team. 15 puts them in the middle of the pack. Top 15. Yeah. Yeah, top 15 makes sense. To me, he's more like the playoff Donovan Mitchell, where regular season, you don't really think too much about Trey Young, but come playoff, he goes nuts. Did it the last two years. He always has those big moments. Come playoff, playoff time is Trey Young. And I, I think that's why that's why I rock with Trey so hard, bro. I feel like, yo, Trey Young is is tough to stop, bro. It's tough to stop Trey Young from getting thirty points if he decides what he's gonna do. And then now he has another threat next to him, Deontay Murray, man. I said it earlier. I feel like they could be the next, you know, Stephen Clay. Maybe not running off championships to that degree, but you know, they're gonna be in the mix. They're gonna be in the mix. I just, I just don't think it's enough. I don't, know really one of y'all, I don't know if one of y'all are playing with bubble wrap or what, man, but it's uh, <laughs> sound like one of y'all over there. Yo, G, did you you just cracked open the soda? It's That's probably it. G because he, he over there in the utility closet. <laughs> He over there flipping the water bottle, seeing if he can bounce it. <laughs> you know, something, something funny is going on over there, man. I'm gonna need you to calm down, my boy. But uh, all right, I guess a little more love for Trey Young than I expected. Scruff talking top 15, I guess I can see that. But I, I, don't, I don't know because you like, you have some two top 10 players on teams in a lot of instances. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Top where's the top 15 get you though? It gets you right here in the play-in tournament, the best of the play-ins. You know, but what are they gonna do? Are they gonna actually beat somebody like? Well, yeah, I mean, hey, let's not let's not forget 
They beat y'all. All right. They beat y'all in the year where you told me y'all was going to win the championship. That's what they, they did. Beat, so they, I don't want to hear I don't want to hear nothing about Trey Young, bro, from, from you. And you, I don't want to hear the Sixers be like, are they gonna beat anybody? You know what? You're lucky they're not playing the Sixers again. So they might beat y'all again if they were. They beat they beat Ben Simmons. They didn't beat us. Duh. Hey, bro, yeah, we went to that game. I forgot we went to that game too. Straight scapegoat, that man. That's right. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> typing with a French manicure, man. No, uh, I don't know what's going on over there with G. I told that boy to stop getting his nails done so much, man. He ain't gonna have no nails left. All right, let's get it, man. Next, next playing game: Timberwolves and Lakers, bro. Give me this Lakers. Is what? This Lakers, is what, bro? Lakers by 17, you heard? Oh, greasy. They said LeBron was putting the, the crown on his head for making it into the play-in. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> they said my man made it to the play-in. He was like, well, let's get it. We all here, baby. Nah. <laughs> so I'll tell you what. No. Propaganda alert on this one, but I'm buying on this one a little bit. I'll tell you, I'm buying the front because they got all the all the right pieces going in there. They, I even seen a tweet on Twitter. They said, uh, they said uh, the commissioner called them up. They say, all right, we got to make Gobert punch his teammate so we get the Lakers in, the, <laughs> so we get the Lakers in the playoffs. You know, Lakers Gobert. Ball. You know, you you can put Gobert up to some shit. You know, he start he started COVID, so you you can, <laughs> oh, you, can bug, you can put the bug in Gobert ear. They they done got to him before. I was already hip to Gobert. Uh, I always suspected Gobert. He's an agent. Yeah, he is fine. Gobert's a spy. <laughs> Gobert's yeah, on be his, trusted. Gobert's on his. Uh, what's my man? Lupin. What's that name? Yeah. What's uh? What is it? The drunk one. Man was like in, always disguising. It was like it was on Netflix. It's like Lupin or something. Uh, Lupin. Yeah, Lupin. Gobert. Gobert's on his Lupin shit, bro. <laughs> He the, he the NBA looping low key, bro. For real. Yeah, but, he uh, definitely went over there, sabotaged the squad. He, he destroyed it internally. Then they took the pieces. It's it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of uh, collusion. Actually, I don't even know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. After the Timberwolves team went to the Lakers, <laughs> and then the Lakers started playing well. Not even answers though, bro. Not even answers. I need to know first who put who told Gobert to start COVID. I need to know that. And then I need to know who told Gobert to punch that man in the chest. Because you're not serious if you punch somebody in the chest. Yo, go uh, go bear to the Lake go, go bear to the Lakers confirmed next season. Guaranteed. I feel like unless you <laughs> unless you steal somebody, unless you steal somebody, you go for a, a jaw shot. You're not serious. Like you hit him in the chest. Like, bro, you you're not serious, bro. You're not trying, you're not really trying to hurt that man. Hey, he was I'll just tell you mad what, in the moment. You're just the narrative mad in the moment, is, bro. The narrative around the league is that Gobert is soft. So he like what, what Draymond said was he wasn't saying nothing. Kyle Anderson wasn't saying nothing that nobody didn't feel, but he went out and he said it. And, and Gobert had to defend himself. That's the narrative. You know, I don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, I'm I'm I, I, I don't run with Draymond narratives, man. And Draymond, <laughs> Draymond, that dude, bro. I actually am a big Draymond Green fan. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big Draymond Green narrative fan. You know what I'm saying? I do like his analysis here and there. But when he when he comes up, he be coming up with them narratives sometimes. And I guess he got more insight than me. So maybe I should I should probably trust it more than you trust what's coming out of my mouth for real. Hey, that that comment about about Rudy being French throwing a throwing a punch and retreating, that was on point. <laughs> that was that was on point. B is killing it with the comments. 
That's pretty funny. So, so we we going with the Lakers tonight, yo? Lakers Timberwolves? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. large yeah. large margin. Yeah, and, but though I, I everybody might by a large margin, this is gonna be a buzzer beater. Uh, you... I don't know. I don't think so. I think the, don't, I, think right. the Timber, I think the, the Timberwolves guys are feeling like the guys that are on the Lakers now. I think they're they're feeling a little, a little personal, and uh, they don't got nobody that's gonna defend the cup. Anthony Davis about to go crazy, and Carl Anthony Towns. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to blast my yeah, boy. So, Anthony Davis about to go crazy. He's so, he's I'm not gonna say that. I'll say that his track record in big games, he's left left me to be desired more to be desired. You know why? So, he just hasn't been in a lot of big games, bro. Yeah, nah, because he's so. Well, when they were in a playing game last year, that he got fouled out, and he had minimal. He didn't have that many points. I do remember that Beverly, game. I do remember that game. Bro. But yo, so, it's different, scruff, when you're in a playing game versus like you got a seven game. Nah, game. man, stop making excuses. Right. That boy saw. He saw. He gonna go off tonight. Boy saw. You know what? Man, you know what? Man. I'm taking the Timberwolves tonight, bro. Because one, what? Like this is why. This is why. One, I love Bron. I love AD, bro. But. Y'all, Ant Edwards is on some shit right now, bro. Ant is on some shit right now, bro. Nah, the Lakers are on some shit right now. Lakers number one defensive team uh, as Ant, far as the trade deadline. Correct? They've been balling. They've been balling. Yeah, yeah. Jared Vanderbilt playing extremely well. The whole team defensively is playing very well. So I think that this, they're going to they're going to strap them. I think that I'll take the under too. I, I forget what the under was, but I, I, I'll take it. All I'm saying is Ant's on some shit right now. And uh, this might be his night, bro. This might be his moment. Um, Maybe. I don't think so, though. We'll see. I'm taking the Timberwolves, though. In fact, I'm going to look on the odds right now on FanDuel, see if I can catch them. Oh, they're dogs. Yo, they're big dogs. Bryce, you said you said LeBron put the crown on, right? He put the crown on after he, after he, after he made the play in, yeah. And you and you and you taking the Timberwolves, man. How are you going to disrespect the think, King? Remember, though, remember though, the play in, bro? The loser of this game still can go to playoffs. I think Lakers still make the playoffs. I just think they lose tonight. Nah, nah. LeBron's going to go crazy tonight. LeBron well, is going to go what, crazy tonight. If the Lakers lose tonight, that would be great for the play-in uh, ratings. So maybe you're on to something because then that <laughs> you might be on to something. But I think, I think with – I think no matter what, I think the Lakers will win tonight, but I think there'll be a bunch of, you know, just to quote Scruff, fraud propaganda going on tomorrow uh, when everybody wakes up about how great the Lakers are and how they could go on a potential run in the playoffs. But I'm not buying any of that. Well, uh, but actually, I do I, I do think the Lakers win tonight. Are I you buying some of that? that? I actually do. I think the Western Conference is pretty wide open, in my personal opinion. I think actually it's a very unique conference where – Two seed plays the seven seed. I actually like the Lakers in that series potentially to beat the, the Grizzlies because Grizzlies is banged up right now. Another team that's banged up, especially on the interior. They got they got they got an injury, an injury with Sam Adams, and he's really important today today uh today squad. And we know we like Jaron Jackson Jr., but he like to get in foul trouble very frequently. And he he shouldn't be dealing up against Anthony Davis and Rui Hachimura amongst them uh, options that they got down there in the post. So they're gonna be having their hands full. I think the Lakers could beat them. I think the I think there's going to be two lower seeds in the West that will advance in the playoffs. That's going to be the Lakers and the Warriors. That's my prediction. Respectfully, how many how many seven game series do we think Anthony Davis is going to get through? 
don't know. Where he plays, where he plays every game. Well, he got through enough to get to a chip, so I think that's possible. Hey, the Warriors got a favorable last matchup just because of the like freaking inexperienced Kings. That's 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 messed up, man. I hate the Warriors. I'm sorry, bro. That's just they got the easiest one. They got the easiest one in the whole playoffs. Even the playing teams. I'd rather like I'd rather see the wouldn't you rather see the Kings and the Lakers? Uh the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like they could have ended up with anybody and they 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 finished in the perfect spot. Of course. Well, that's a perfect situation. I think it's a good matchup because we got a team that's very inexperienced versus a team that has experience. So that's very much of an upset alert. I don't know because haven't been the Warriors been awful in when going uh when they're playing away. Yeah, they're eleven. Yeah, they're eleven and thirty on on the road. But here's the thing though, G, they only got to win one road game to win the series. Yeah, so it's the same thing for uh, San, uh, San Francisco. Not San Francisco, I mean, the fucking Kings. Fuck. Well, the King, the Warriors are thirty three and eight at home, though. So I say, that, and they're they're much more elite at home, and that's there's something, something to be said for that. So if they they handle their business at home, win three games. All you gotta do is steal one on the road. You feel me? Do you yeah, think I mean, this game will? And then this game will go under? No, I think that game go well with the Kings. Yeah, all the Kings do. Yeah, I think those games go over because I think the Kings have a really, really, really good offense, bro. They're yeah. actually ha- they've actually had probably damn damn I said the best offense in the league this year, bro. Statistically, I don't know how I don't know how much y'all have watched them, but that shit runs very very smoothly, and they have multiple guys that can give you twenty at the drop of a dime. Uh, multiple guys that can give you twenty, and. Uh, I mean, it's hard to stay in front of Fox. Yeah, almost impossible. And uh, they're a lot like Golden State, actually. Yeah, I mean, Sabonis is like Sabonis has a. I don't want to say well, Sabonis might be most improved player, which would be crazy considering how good he already was. Um, but like, I forgot that the Kings got him in a trade. Yeah. I, mean, I guess he wouldn't be most improved, but the way he's been the way he's been the missing link to that team has been very impressive, bro. I mean, he's going crazy. He was he was the most I'll tell you what, he was the most underrated uh play. He was so underrated in my opinion, uh Sabonis, because I remember he was he was also traded around the same time that Ben Simmons situation was going on. And I remember he went for I think Halliburton was the asking price and that wasn't good enough for Ben Simmons. Yep. I'm telling you, look, Halliburton, Halliburton looked like a star. And Sabonis looking like like they 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 that he was undervalued, so and but even though he was yeah, traded no, for a star, Sabonis, Sabonis looking like if this was base, you know how you know how in baseball it's like a big thing to show people how like many MVP votes each person gets. You know what I'm saying? Like if I was an MVP voter, Sabonis would get a few votes from me this year. Um, he would get. A, I feel like, like a, traded. Yeah. And you know, I, I I did say most improved. I meant to say MVP, but it's like. Not that he is the most viable player in the league, but since he's been traded to Sacramento, he has changed that squad, bro. Like, and that is the mark of a, of a good player to me. Indiana was good when he was there for some a few years, and then he goes to Sacramento, and they're good. Like, okay, you are better than just your stats. I think that's the thing that you know gets missed with a with players sometimes. It's like, you know, yeah. stat, we look at stats and like, oh, that he's he's averaging this, but how good is the team with you averaging this? You know what I mean? Would they be better off if you average less? 
It matters. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fair point. Yeah. So yeah. Sticking, stick, sticking with hoops for a minute, yo. Um, well, we should, maybe we should touch some of these more some more play-ins real quick. Yo. Last last play-in is uh, Bulls and Raptors. Gee, who you got for Bulls and Raptors? That's your squad, man. See, I hate the Bulls because I want them to get into a lottery this year. But then I found out that the French player isn't coming out this year. That's not Sorry, true. Man. It's coming Easy. out. I was April Fools. <sighs> fucking A, man. I was <laughs> fucking A. I was well, I say fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. The Bulls. The Bulls win by two points. All right. All right. Who you got, bro? Uh who cares? They both suck. They ain't gonna <laughs> Yo, facts though. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? I mean, if I had to pick one, I'd go with the Raptors based on the organizational uh, – I, I, I bang with the Raptors organizational culture. So I'll, I'll, I'll vote for the culture. You're giving them an organizational win? <laughs> yeah, I'm giving them an organizational <laughs> win. Bro, bro, who you got, bro? I'm taking the Raptors in that. I like the Raptors too, Ron. I like the Raptors too. Um, so I guess that's a 3-1. That's 3-1. A only the Bulls fan chose the Bulls. It'd be like that. I had, I had to. I had, I gotta ride this shit, even right. though it's fucking broke. All right, man. Next topic, man. Real quick, yo. I heard this guy Colin Calvert, who I'm not a fan of, but it came up. You ain't talk about the Thunder game. You just overlooking the Thunder. Yeah, y'all ain't give me no energy for the play-in, bro. I was about to move on. I asked you what the play-in was. You said <laughs> your answer was literally, "Who cares? They both suck." I'm <laughs> I about to say I will say that I I, I think the Thunder might might upset the uh I hope the Thunder upset the Pelicans. Let me just All close right. out with that. I feel I feel that I feel there's a chance of that too. But once you told me who cares, they both suck. I was like, all right, this is the last playing game, we touch it. We out. Well, I'll go I will also say that the organizational culture of the Thunder is excellent, by by that say. They're actually they're they're the the fact that the Thunder are, are in the play in is in, in and I'll, I'll, I'll add this. I'm, I'm, this is going to be a piggyback maybe to another different conversation. But the, the reason the Thunder are good is the reason the Mavs are not good. And it's because they have – they're actually building. They're roster developing. They're building, drafting. They're, those players in Oklahoma City have the opportunity to be their best selves. Hmm. Yeah. But that's not what's happening in Dallas, besides for Luka. Yeah, yeah, that's true, man. You, you, you can't cater to one guy – too much, right? But it's like you also have to have a guy to cater to. And don't get me wrong, I think Shea, Shea has emerged as that dude now, but he just emerged as that dude. You know, Luke has been that dude for a little minute now. And once you've been that dude for a minute, the organization begins to pander to you. And we'll see if Shea gets to the point where OKC starts pandering to him or if they feel like they have so much talent he's just another guy they can they can let walk and you know flip him into more picks too and just keep building and building and building until they got the ultimate product. The crazy thing is though, they had three guys that we could say were easily top 10, 15 players in the league. And they shipped them all. Or they shipped them all. But they just yeah. they they said, all right, you know, we just we 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 don't chase them, we replace them. They just went and got another uh, bunch and we'll see what happens with Chet Holborn, obviously. Shea Goes Alexander is one great player. And the rest of them got the guys, them Jaden Williams, two of them. They got two of them. Uh, <laughs> they got no, two Jaden Williams, and they, and they both and they got jock. And they got jock too. My boy from uh from from France. 
What's his? He's he's got like a hyphenated last name. It's um, damn. They got that boy from France. It's about to be a problem. He like seven foot. He like a Giannis low key. He about to be a problem. You talking about? Oh, I know he's what you're talking about. He a project joint. Yeah, he about to be be a problem though. They got they got they got pieces over there, man. And uh, every time you look up, it feels like another one of them has a good game. (laughs) Oh, another 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 piece. Organizational flop versus uh, uh, great uh, success. Isaiah Joe. Another guy, another reason I'll be I'll be critical of my own team, the Sixers. We don't do no roster development. We don't develop our bench. Doc Rivers doesn't do that. I don't know if it's Doc. I don't know if it's the Sixers. I don't I don't get it. But uh, this guy Isaiah Joe was on our roster, just chilling, nailing every three that he could. Never gave him a shot. And then he goes to OKC. He got some shine. This man might be the best three point shooter in the league. But you also don't have time on good teams to let dudes develop. That's the problem. We need That's dudes that can problem. do it right now, bro. There's no, there's no balance to that for real. And I wish there was, but if, if I don't know, man, we live in that society where you, people want people want that greatness right now. So it, I'm with you, though. I wish there was more time to develop players, but this isn't. But uh, let's keep it pushing off the plan for now, man. Um, let's move on real quick, yo. So like I said, Colin Coward had a crazy statement. Um, where he said Luka Doncic is turning into mellow. And I was like, it was crazy because I'm like, what is he trying to say? Because, like, to people like me, mellow is an all-time great, bro. So I'm like, like, what is it that you're trying to say? You know what I mean? And I want to get you guys' take, man, on Luka Doncic versus prime mellow and where we feel like that comparison lies. Because that's a comparison people are making online, man. So what y'all think about that, bro? Luca versus Melo, uh, Rome. Who who you taking? Look, when you first when we first said we was gonna talk about this, I was I was like, yo, Melo. I I didn't even think it was like that close because uh, when I first guessed it. But I mean, after you know further thought, the gap is is closer than I originally would have would have said. But it's still mellow. Like it's still mellow, and maybe. Maybe we're getting up there in age, you know, maybe maybe the basketball we grew up on is, you know, becoming the quote-unquote old-school basketball now. But I, maybe, you know, by the, by the end of his career, I might say something different. But right now, for me, it's, it's, it's mellow and it's prime. And, and you know, it's kind of close. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I agreed. And, you know, they're, 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 kinda, they're saying this, this whole narrative is Luka will become like mellow. And like, what are you trying to say? Like, like, what is like mellow supposed to mean? You know what I'm saying? What are you trying to I, say? I can translate. I can translate. Yeah, so I, I think that's what he's trying to say. I think what he's really trying to say is mellow was, and he was kind of critical of mellow. If you follow, you know this guy long enough to be to to keep up with what he's talking about. He was critical of mellow back a long time ago as kind of a guy that was play good basketball, but say that they wasn't playing winning basketball. Uh, and essentially, that's what he's saying about Luke. He's, he's going to put up good numbers. It's going to be pretty. You know, <coughs> but you're not going to win when it really matters. Hmm. I never felt that way about Melo personally. Um, I mean, he never won the big one. But, like, I think that just kind of, like, goes to show how hard it is to win. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard yeah. to win a chip. And people think it's, like, an easy thing to do because especially when so, everyone comes up. But Melo never teamed up. I don't think Melo's the right comparison. If I was going to compare him to anybody, I'd compare him to Harden. 
I say what he's doing now is more comparable. Luca's comparable to Harden in the fact that when Harden was playing at his all-time best, putting them crazy numbers, putting the whole team on his back, it was it was great. It went numbers wise, but it wasn't was it sustainable enough for them to win ultimately? No. Uh, and now he's in a situation where he has to play a supporting role, and maybe that's what Luca's going to have to do. That's what the real question is: is because can you win like that? I like that comparison, though. I ain't going to hold you. That Harden to Luka comparison definitely fits a little more. Like Harden when he was running. Yeah. And if you make that comparison, you're going to come to find out that Harden's way better than Luka. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because Harden did way more like than Luka did. And Luka did have that run last – was that, that was last year they went on that run, right? Last year or two years ago? I, can't, I don't recall. Last year. Yeah, yeah, last year. So I don't want to take that away from him, bro. I don't want to take that away from him, but – Damn, man. James Harden did a whole lot with the Rockets, dog. whole lot. Melo won the MVP? Nah. He never gave Melo one, nah. Nah. Did he meet the accurate one? Because fucking Luka never won MVP neither. But Melo deserved one for that for that next year. Man. But that's what I wanted to ask. So what prime Melo are you talking about? When he was with the Nuggets or, like, when he was in the first couple years when he was the Knicks? That's tough. It's like two different mellows. That that low key is like how Kobe. It was like how it was two different Kobe's, Bruh, Nuggets mellow to Knicks mellow was like two totally different players. They was both dogs, bro. <laughs> they were the both. The Knicks never really stood a chance in the East. What the hell? What are you talking about? They was finishing first every year, bro. No, they weren't. But they were like first, second with Dan Tony. They was going on crazy runs. Mello and Amari Stoudemire. I remember they had spurts where they was good, but I don't remember them being like advancing in the playoffs. Yeah, because remember Mello did it. Advancing in the playoffs, bro. One time, only one time. Maybe like they got bounced out the play. They got bounced out the first round. Then they made it one time with Mello through the second round. They had yeah. maybe just about as much playoff success as the Sixers currently have with Embiid and in, in this in this crew, which means like they've been doing a little something, yeah. but they wasn't really yeah. doing they've that. Had that. They've had that level. It's been it's been that level. It's definitely been that level. Yeah, it's the it's the it's just it's the mid level break. You can't get past that second round. That's when West went. That same thing with the Raptors a couple years ago. They did make the Eastern Conference semis though. They were and they were fifty four and twenty eight. Okay, I think that so may have been we. the best record in the league that year. Mm-hmm. That's a big letdown, though. Mm-hmm. Fifty-eight wins and then losing in the second round. Who they lose to? Yes, they did have a. Um, they lost to. Let's see. Uh, then then show me. What else? Um, must be somebody but, good. Yeah, it must have. I don't know. I can't see it. Um, the Pacers. What year was that? It was 20, 20 – okay, they won the Eastern Conference round. They lost to the Pacers. Yeah, you're right. Oh, so that was when the Pacers had uh, that little squad with Paul George, Roy Hibbert. <laughs> mm. Yeah, <laughs> I that remember that year. That point guard was a dog. They had a little – And Rodney but, Stuckey, but, they had somebody else too. But that's what I'm saying. That comparison made sense. It's like, all right, it's like, Luca's going to give you these world performances – He's gonna make he's gonna sell tickets. He's gonna be in the conversation of MVP, but he won't win the MVP, but he's most likely to win you a scoring champion that year. And that's about it. 
Well, there was a point in the season where he was the favorite odds wise to win the MVP. Yes, in the start, come October, November, and then in the first after, 30 after games, November. Yeah, after November, no one talked about Luka as MVP. It switched to the conversation when it was Jason Tatum. Then it went back to Embiid, Jokic, and Giannis. Yo, it might be Luka's uh, conditioning, bro. Why that man be why that man fall off like that? He came in looking fat this year. I remember when we, we were talking. About <laughs> I don't think it's his conditioning. I think that they they, I don't think they got the right pieces around them. One, I don't think it's just the pieces. I don't think the right culture. I don't think it's a culture pieces. They uh they they not building. The reason Dallas, Dallas what, what's I can't name one player on Dallas roster that they drafted that was successful besides Luka Doncic and then Jalen Brunson who they actually did draft. I can't think of nobody that they drafted that actually is good. But you don't you don't you don't get the draft guy. They, they eh, they're not building. You don't, and get you don't get the draft guys if you don't if you don't suck though. That's that the problem with NBA. Tell that to the tell that to the Warriors. The, the only high draft pick that they have. Warriors suck. Yeah, and they got Wiseman, and what they do with it, nothing. They read up. They read up that year. They suck though. The rest of them guys was 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 like you know, mid mid round picks, late round picks. Jordan Poole was picked in like the twenties, the twenties or thirties, pick twenty eight or something like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, they they haven't drafted well. Definitely, definitely a fact. Well, Jalen Brunson. They haven't drafted. They haven't drafted at all. They are here trying to, trying to, trying to, trying to go star hunting. They went and traded. They, they all got my man Hardy last year, so we'll see if he ends up being anything. I do rock with Jaden Hardy. Think yeah, be, I do. Uh, I do bang with him. Actually, we'll see. We'll see. It's not enough though. Yeah, but uh, let's keep it pushing, man. Real quick, man. Uh, <laughs> I know y'all are paying attention to the internet right now, and. Uh, just saying, man. Y'all might have some aunties, some big cousins. Mm. I pray, I pray that's as close as it gets. But they might, uh, they, they might be in some, they might be in this upcoming documentary, fellas. So <laughs> I'm talking about, I'm talking about the freak Nick, man. Everybody's talking about this new documentary. I believe it's coming to Hulu, and uh, it's just, it's just wild, bro. It's just, it's just wild that like one, it's wild that it's a documentary. Like, why can't we just leave that where it was at, yo? Like, why are they trying to document? Why are they trying to run this back? I don't get that part. Uh, two, it's kind of hilarious to see online, like, people saying things like, you know, I asked my mom, if she ever go to Freak Nick? And she said she can't remember. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's just wild, man. So what are you guys' thoughts on this upcoming uh, Freak Nick documentary? Will you guys be tuning in? Ron, I'm start with you, man. I mean, I might check it out uh, when I have the time. You know, I might as well. I, p- I pay for Hulu, you know, so why not, right? <laughs> um, but I don't think it's going to tell me anything that I don't already know about Freak Nick. You know, you used to hear all kinds of stories, uh, see all kinds of videos on the internet as it is. So I don't think it's going to be uh, no, nothing groundbreaking. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't, <clears throat> I wouldn't judge your aunts and aunties too bad, man. I mean, like, you got to think about it. We're all adults now. Uh, y'all know what the hell y'all be doing on vacation. Everybody out there listening, you know, you you know what goes down when you're when 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 you're out there partying and living the life. Uh, and the sad reality is, before you were doing it, mom and dad was doing it too. That's how you got here. So if you <laughs> if you think they might be on Hulu in this upcoming documentary, uh, hopefully they're not the focal point <laughs> of said documentary. Uh, and they're only in a couple scenes, or you know, maybe you know, maybe it's only them in the back or something. Like, 
you know, but uh yeah, if 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 they get if they get noticed, if they get called out, if you're watching it with your with your homies and they're like, you know, that that looks like Miss Johnson right there, you know, I recognize that tattoo. Then I'm I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry for you, my man. But uh hey, tis tis life. Sprawl, are you, you tuning in, man? I don't know. I know this though. I know that the the that there's people within the demographic between 40, 44, and sixty that they probably unsubscribing to Hulu right now just to cover <laughs> their own tracks. Because <laughs> you know somebody gonna get caught up in the situation. I seen something on Twitter. They were like, "Can you please take that down? That's my mom." Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a cop. It was crazy, man. It was a cop and a chick. You know, so it was wild. Uh, it's pretty wild stuff, man. But I mean, it did happen, so you know how how to work it. It didn't happen. They're gonna try and make a documentary out of it. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, they didn't make it a motion picture. You know, uh, at least it was just a documentary. So you know, but it's gonna be very interesting. Um, you know, you know what the Hulu documentary for our generation will be will be the the OnlyFans generation of that. That was my oh, mama. Yo, Freaknik. Because at least I know my mother was a sucking, you know what I mean? Again, piped out, you know what I mean? Pause, pause and all this. Freaknik, mom was just throwing it back and twerking. Fire show, a little, a little breast assist. <laughs> only fans, only fans, sons and daughters, Y'all gotta be sick. Your mother's getting piped out. You don't even know if your mother likes, you know what I mean? Pausing all of this. Like, yo, that's wild. Some yo, damn word. I feel bad for you, pandemic babies. Y'all gonna find out y'all came from, yeah, they made you on the OnlyFans. Your mother gonna charge you five ninety nine to watch that video. <laughs> that's wild. That's wild. She said subscribe and follow. <laughs> hey, yo, son. Now I feel like a whore. Yeah, I know Boom feel like a whore every time he says that. Now I see why you're a professional. My man Rob got his only fan page. Hey, that, that's, gonna be, like. that's gonna be. That's gonna be the name of the documentary. G subscribe and follow. Yeah, <laughs> documentary. Nah, but yeah, you, that's why you make a good point though, bro. Like the OnlyFans, man. That's uh it's tough to explain that to a uh to a 13-year-old in, in eighth grade, man. You know, when the whole so, class finds out. Nah, you put you put it in a good you put it in a good position. Like it makes freaking dick look not that bad. Uh, I mean that's the culture that we in. <laughs> I guess you figure it's like all right, well, well that's a one that's a one off. Versus, you know, this this is your full time job and how you make money, make an income. You know what I'm saying? So, mama, whole know. porn star off in the back of the house. Oh, I, 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 I feel like I'm starting to understand That's how these feel. You not you not supporting the OnlyFans, uh, OnlyFans ladies, man? You not feeling it? Nah, nah, I go to Reddit. You heard? Uh-uh. <laughs> so, G, you meet a chick, you feeling her? She cool, bro. She tell you, look. I got only fans. Like you, you not rocking. You done? It depends what kind of material she made. She made some off the wall shit. Yeah, I can't fuck with her. Bitch, you crazy? I'm gonna show you to my mama. I know she got some nosy ass friends. So what, what, what you mean? What you mean? She's got. She's got. She's got. She's got doing it regular style. You go with it now? What you mean, bro? Like it just can't be no crazy material. So as long as it just can't. 
And now she can't have two yamis. She can't be having two yamis on the yamis. Like, nah, what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah, cool right, whatever yamis. But she got two yamis. You crazy. Y'all wow. Like, how you gonna take that to your mama? Your own little cousin gonna tap you in the shoulder. He's like, yo, dog. Like, I subscribed last week. I'm like, wait, what? Hey, but we, so, all right, let me throw it to you like this then, bro. Like, what if, what if she's getting a big bag out of it, though? Because there's some girls out here that are making a big bag off of it. Like, Dude, you I mean, hold that up, my nigga. Hold time, your little, cousin so, is, your little cousin's son, contributing son, to the bag. Son, son y'all act like money is everything. Like, I ain't about to, man, what? I, I got integrity. I ain't about to sell my soul to the devil for no bag. Y'all crazy. <laughs> to the devil, though? Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I know are, y'all heard about all money, good money. Those are G's thoughts and opinions. Y'all bugging. Like, how you, how you going to explain that to your friends and family? Like, yo, she get, she got she got the y'all memes all over her. Like, not just one, but more than one. Like, I mean, like, let's go. How you going to take her out? You're going to have everybody tapping you in your shoulder. Like, yo, I know that wasn't you piping her out. I'm like, what? I'm crazy. I can't do that. Y'all bugging. Yeah, wow. Not going well. Scrub, how you feel about this situation, bro? What the, what are you talking about? We still talking about freaknik or we talking about only we talking about how do you feel about this, bro? I feel as though G's understanding of what he thinks on there is not exactly what's on there. You know okay, okay, let me know what's on there, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's on there? Not what you I, was talking about. Not what you I was suppose, talking about. I suppose there's stuff like that on there, but I imagine for the most part, it's, it's a lot of teasing going on. Okay. Hey, he said, I suppose. <laughs> he said, I suppose, I suppose, sir, it's not hey, what you hey, think look, it is. My guess is. <laughs> that boy, that boy, I know that boy played that, that 599 subscription for you. He capping, my boy capping. Because I played nah. it one time. I ain't going to hold you. I played that shit <laughs> one time. And like what you said, it was just a tease. I was like, yo, this is wild. Like, let me get my money back. Like, you're crazy. Oh, okay. So, so that, that was your experience too, that, huh? Ah, you see, ah, you see, my boy cat, my boy, yo, yo, I ain't gonna fight yeah. with you. Hey yo, bro, hey yo, I know Bryce put it on his on his fam on his on his business card. Nah, he ain't gonna say that. Remember when dude was in the club and like it was like forty year old version or one of them type movies. He was dancing with the chick and he had a little blood stain on him and he looked over and his man uh, had one. He yeah. looked over and his man had one too. That's what Scruff and uh and Gerardo just did. Loki. <laughs> hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, that's bro. That's bro. We are his together, dog. Never that. Uh, he said, "Y'all got y'all period brothers. Fuck out of here. You fucking <laughs> fuck out my face. Stick is real wild, disrespectful. You wicked as hell, son. We all it's wild, wicked. One thing we Yeah, but we ain't never. Yeah, I'll be damned if a shorty let her period stain on my jeans. Like yo, that's crazy. That's worse than buying the OnlyFans page. Agreed. You imagine walking so, with that musk on your leg? You wow! So you'll pay for it. only page. You'll pay for what? a shorty only fan page, but you won't you won't date a shorty with an only fans. 
Yeah. Rome, Rome exposing the uh, hypocrisy. <laughs> listen, listen. It was cheaper. It was cheaper those five ninety nine. At least with those five ninety nine, they got the period that I wanted. You feel me? I got the free. Yeah, I got the free play. You be like, yo, if if I date you, your your shit gotta go to eight ninety nine. <laughs> you feel me? I gotta get a cut. Yeah, charge the fee. Need to get paid. Uh, yesterday's price is not today's not price. Not today's price, you heard? She gotta know. Hey, yo, G trying to become an OnlyFans pimp out here, man. No, that's called human trafficking now. I'm straight. You say, yo, You're wild. We got, we got to up that fee. Wow, man. Wow. Hey, man, that's hilarious, though. All right, next topic, yo. Odell Beckham Jr., man, on the Ravens. Fellas, how we feeling about this, brother? Two questions. First, does Odell to the Ravens, is this going to work? And my second question is, does this mean Lamar is returning? So let's uh, let's hear, start with Scruff. Let's get it. I'm optimistic about this move because players talk. And clearly no one's talking to Lamar. Maybe the other teams aren't talking to Lamar. He's the one. He's the agent. He's the only person that's going. The words are going to get out. So he's conducting his affairs. And clearly he had communication with Odell Beckham Jr. It seems as though the expectation is that he's going to be the quarterback for the Ravens next season. So that's a good sign. I think it's all negotiation tactics when you're looking at the, the Lamar Jackson situation. Uh, whatever he's doing, he's, he's going to do it his, his way. And that's something that's what's going on. It's negotiation tactics on both sides. So I think it's a good sign that he will be back. The question is, what's the what's what's the, going to be the agreement? You know what I'm saying? So I, I do think it's going things are going to work themselves out. I think it's going to be one of them situations that we've seen this in the past where things get pretty ugly in the negotiation process, and then ultimately, once the contract signs, everything's all good. It was pretty ugly with Aaron Rodgers last year too. You know, and the year before that, and, you know, a couple other quarterbacks in the past have been on the similar situations. So, you know, I think everything's all good. Also. Oh, Lamar's my. never not shown up for work. You know what I mean? So it's like, you can't, you, go, you can't say anything about the guy because he ultimately, every year he had shown up for work, even the fact that he was underpaid. But does that mean Odell Beckham is going to work with, with Lamar? And if he comes back, is Odell Beckham Jr. enough of a receiving threat? Does that give them enough receiving weapons to get the job done? We, we said it, bro. They haven't gotten weapons. Now they get him Odell. That's a big name. Does this count as weapons? Does this qualify? Yeah, it's okay. It's not the best thing they can do, but it it's like pretty solid. I say. I'd say, as far as talent perspective, he's the most talented receiver that he's ever had the chance to work with. So I do think that that is an upgrade. But he is coming off an injury the last season. Uh, he does have a lot to prove. Also, it's not a high-volume passing offense, but I do think that he does have a formidable set of weapons. I think if Lamar Jackson came back next season, he would have the best group of weapons that he's ever had. Yeah. yeah good point. With the Baltimore Ravens. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think Odell, yeah, kind of instantly makes that the best one he's ever had, right? Just, just adding Odell in there with the guys he has. So, and then – He still has Bateman, and he still has, he has du Duvernay. And, yeah. and don't forget, they still got the draft to come, right? So there's a chance for them to upgrade even more depending on what happens, um, you know, with Lamar's contract situation. So that's an interesting point. Gee, I saw you shaking your head when Scruff was saying they upgraded with OBJ. You feel different? 
Yeah, because it's still like it's still a second receiver. Like I put him in a in a caliber of Mark Andrews, and like, you still got a, a number two. You just still don't have a number one guy. Like Odell Beckham, you said it yourself. He's coming off an injury, so it's like, is he even faster than the tight end by a slow slow margin? Like between him and Bateman, who's gonna get open first? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Odell Beckham isn't the Odell Beckham. Like, Odell Beckham's flourished when there was a number one with him. We've seen it when he had Cooper Cup. He didn't struggle. He was on the way to being Super Bowl MVP. He had a yeah, exactly. I've seen Cooper Cup. Because of Cooper Cup, when he wasn't the number one option. Odell Beckham was a perfect second option when there was a number one guy in front of him. Mm-hmm. And this late in his career. And and all I think all I think with this signing with Odell Beckham, the Ravens just secure him to play underneath the franchise tag. But it's one year. It's not like he's going to sign a big contract. He's like, ah, I'll come back. He's like, what you say? He, this man loves, loves football that he wants to play. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a, it's a, it's like, okay, it's a one-year deal. So I agree. I think the, the, the bait is for him to sign the one-year deal. Hopefully they can work something out after that. Yeah, because it's, it's, all of it is a one-year deal with Odell Beckham, 18 mil. So you're already – Taking money out, what you got to give this guy? So it's like, all right, all you did is just sign, just sign him to get it for the franchise tag. That's it. Okay, so what they did? Just, it's just, a, it's just a, a, a Lamar Jackson convincer. Maybe like they asked Lamar, "Hey, who do you want?" He was like, "Get me Odell." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know, Rome. What do you think about this Odell Beckham to to to, to the Ravens, man? You buying it? You selling it? Uh, look, so I'll buy it, but I'm buying it for a one year deal. Kind of what Scruff was saying, right? Like, I don't, I think, I think it's a good sign that for Ravens fans, at least, uh, that Lamar will be back, but I don't see this as a good sign, like long-term. I see this as a more of a a short-term good sign. Um, will, will Lamar come back? This makes you feel like he'll come back for a year. It's still very up in the air, though, because you got to remember the last thing we heard from Lamar Jackson that he said himself from his own his own tweet, his own Twitter page, uh, was that he requested a trade. So, I mean, he requested a trade. Now the Ravens are signing Odell, giving up for, you know, one year, 15 million guaranteed or whatever. Uh, that seems a little desperate on the Ravens part. If you ask me, that seems like the Ravens are like, oh, man, we got to do what we can to at least get Lamar in for this year. And at the very least, put all our chips on the table for this year. Uh, so that seems like the what that seems to me what the Ravens' game plan is is going to be. Uh, will Lamar, quote unquote, take the bait? Um, I mean, it's it's a hell of a bait. We all know that him and Odell are, are close friends. We saw the IG post uh, that they had and all that. Uh, they, I think, they were in Club Live uh, recently. Uh, so I mean, hey, it's a hell of a move by the Ravens. Will it work for a one-year deal? Probably. But uh, the, the Ravens fans, I would say, enjoy this next season uh, with Lamar because it may be the last. They got a shot. I think they got a shot. I think the Todd Munkin offense, we'll see how it looks. Damn. Oh, and, this, and then as far as it goes on the field, that's a whole other thing, man. I, I didn't want to get into it too much. I, we could wait until later, closer to the season. But I don't know how much that's going to work out, man. Like, like G was saying, like Odell – Odell, at this age, at this stage in his career, everyone wants to say, oh, he was so close to winning an MVP in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was playing with Cooper Cup, who was having, like, the greatest season of any receiver statistically ever. So, I mean, like, come on now. Like, Odell is past his prime. Uh, Lamar's never had a, a, a solid weapon. 
is that Odell? They got they both are gonna have a lot to prove going into 2023. Honestly, I'm surprised y'all both negative and not, not buying on this at all. But I'll tell you what, I, I do I do think that it'll be successful. But ultimately, I think what we define as success may be different. Uh, but I do think it'll be a good move for them. I don't know how. I, I think it'll be really good. Like good? You think a thousand yard season good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think I think they go. I think I think he goes for a thousand, and I think I think Bateman might be close to a thousand if he can stay on the field. Bateman would have got a thousand this year if he stayed on the field. If 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 Lamar, I'm sorry, if Odell can come in and give him a thousand yard season, I'm talking about not not like he hit a thousand on the nose. You feel me? Not like a thousand on the dot, but I'm talking about like you know, twelve hundred, eleven hundred, twelve hundred yards. Mm-hmm. You get twelve fifty, thirteen hundred. That means Lamar Jackson was probably on the MVP level for real, for real. Well, he was on the MVP level just last season for the first like maybe six 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 games. Facts. And if that man comes out on an MVP level again and they only sign him to a one-year deal, he's going to end up breaking the bank. So I think this, this they, move could really help if they want, If they want Odell to go for a, a thousand yards plus, they're, they're going to have to get real creative and find a ways to get him one-on-one consistently. Because there's no, there's no weapons out there to really... Let's say Odell starts cooking. You're going to double-team him. And then you're going to have to figure out ways to get the double-team off of him. So... Well, is, this is gonna be a different uphill battle. I think it's. I think. I think a lot of people are thinking like insert Odell Beckham in the offense they had last season, and I don't think that's what we're gonna see. I'm gonna give a little credit to the offensive coordinator and the fact that he's gonna do something different. I think it'll be different, but I think the way that you attack it is, is, is gonna be the same based off the weapons that they're gonna have out there. Again, they could. We still got the draft, and there's more free agency left, but. Right now, is you to get to, if you want Odell to to look like the Odell that we saw in the Rams, you have to make sure he's in one on one situations and man coverage. Now you could easily get people. I well, I don't know. It's, you're not gonna get people playing man against Lamar. So I think yeah, Munkin's got a job. I think Odell's perfect for a guy like Lamar because it's it's a situation where he could run really simple routes and really make the most out of them. I think Odell, you hit Odell on a regular old slant, bro. Hit him on a slant. Hit him on a, on, on short and medium routes. You know what I'm saying? And then you got Bateman, who's a who's a threat to go long. So if you've got some eyes on Odell, that opens you think opens things up for Bateman, who they thought was their number one just, really just last season. They went into the whole last season with Bateman as their number one receiver. So in their eyes, Bateman's the number one. He's a developing one is what they see him as. So they bring in Odell Beckham. They could think he could be a one, he could be a two, he could be whatever we need him to be, and they're going to pay him at that at that level, $15 million per year. Boom. They got, a good, they, got a good, they got a good offense. Plus, the tight ends are always going to be – I mean, we'll see how the tight ends play. I don't know. The offense might be a little bit different, but the tight ends are going to be a factor as well. Oh, yeah. And also, Lamar is the type of quarterback that can – he's going to move, he's going to get out of the pocket, he's going to scramble, and then he's going to make plays down the field, right? Odell's the kind of guy where if coverage breaks, yeah, it could get very interesting between those two. I can see those two having good chemistry together, especially if they've already been practicing. And that's that's, that's where they'll be dangerous. Yeah, that's a good point because that's where Odell hurts you the most, bro. Is when shit breaks down and that man just goes and does his own thing. And you know mm-hmm. what? You mentioned they tight ends too, bro. I think the Ravens got the best tight end room in the league. I think that's not even close, bro. With uh, Andrews. Y'all remember when they got Likely, I was like, yo, Likely going to end up better than Andrews. I think I said like a year or two, so I might be a little off on that. But 
It's still coming. That boy likely about to be, yeah, he's going to end up being a top 10 tight end emerging the same way kind of like Darren Waller did that one year. Um, they can keep both of those tight ends. Odell, Bateman, Duvernay in the slot. It's a little squad, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't think I shot. Yeah, I think you might be right. So now they just got to try to get Lamar back. And uh, and uh, you know they're going to add a receiver in the draft, too. You know they're going to – all those a weak receiver draft, I can see them trying to grab uh, Quentin Johnson from TCU. That's the last thing they need for real is that big body receiver. They got everything else. Yeah, I don't know if they'll go receiver again. I don't think they're that they're that they're that committed. I don't know if they're that committed. But we'll, we'll see. see, bro. Because okay, they're going offense. They're going something for Lamar. They're doing something. If they want to keep Lamar, they're doing something for Lamar in the first round, bro. I think they. I think it might be it might be smart for them to go running back because they've been they were at their best when they had strong running back. And to be honest, J.K. Dobbins hasn't been able to stay on the field like that. Or Gus Edwards, both of them. Or any of them cats, man. All them cats, cats mm. they always find a way to run the ball though, with a running back. But um, yeah, because one of them will get hurt for the first six weeks, and they replace him with the other. He get hurt two weeks and yeah, replace him. You pick that running back, back like, up on the waiver wire, you good. <laughs> you got to get a Raven running back on the waiver wire. Yeah. When, when, when it got like we picked up a back like Gibbs, Gibbs, or even if they went crazy and went Bijan Robinson, oh man, that'd be tough. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, but is he gonna fall that down in the draft, BJ Robinson? I don't think so. Sometimes you gotta I, think, move I, up. I don't know. You really don't know with those. Sometimes you gotta move up. But I like that. I like that, man. I didn't even I didn't even honestly I didn't think about that angle. I'm still thinking about that angle with OBJ and Lamar scrambling out of the pocket, hitting that man on some bullshit all the way across the other side yeah. and him just going crazy with the ball, bro. Yeah, that'll yeah. be what they what, what what they'll be most dangerous at for sure. That's what that's what was so dangerous with the Eagles this season with AJ Brown and and uh, and, and Jalen Hurts. You know what I'm saying? And they had that rapport. I can see that being a similar situation, and it could be possibly like worse. You know, like I mean, meaning more dangerous. Let's for not forget how Odell Beckham, how good Odell Beckham was. And gee, I don't know. Don't forget, he wasn't your like he wasn't your he wasn't your pride and joy, and, and the reason you got out of bed on on, on most Sundays. Pause. Hell no. It was That's it was Eli boy. Manning. That's... It was Eli Manning. You were loving yeah. Odell, bro. I remember. Bro, that. Don't don't. Hey, G. G. You can't say it was Eli Manning and then say you don't love Odell in the same sentence. I Eli, Eli I didn't love him, Odell, but I'm just Odell, saying Eli was Odell my man. Odell added like three, four years on his on his career, bro. So, he added like three years on Eli's talking career. Talking about my goat. Talking about my goat. So I'm gonna just, just ask two questions. So, do you have, true or false? Did, did you own a Odell Beckham jersey? False. True. Okay. False. True. And I'm a lying this motherfucker. I don't know what you talking did, about. Was it? Was it not Persia. hurt? This is Persia. This is Persia. This is Persia. This is Persia. I was never hurt. Fuck, I cried over a man. Bugging. You was mad as hell. You was about to. You nobody even said you cried, bro. You, nobody he said, said I was hurt. He said I was hurt. That's the only time I cry when I'm hurt. I'm crying. He was pretty mad again. Yes, I never felt tears of joy. Yeah. <laughs> I never felt tears of joy either. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> That's a foreign language to me. That's a foreign tongue. Pause. It's crazy. Wow, boy, G. You. Wild. Hey, we're not we're not gonna have that foreign tongue uh, 
uh, topic on the show, though? The Dolly oh, Wapper? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, man. That was wild. Crazy, <laughs> now you're crazy. This is very wicked. What are you talking about? You're crazy. I bring it up wrong, but yo, Dolly Wapper. <laughs> hey, bro, I don't even got nothing to say about that, bro. Honestly, oh, yeah, was... <laughs> oh nah, chill, 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 chill. See, I ain't gonna talk about nothing. Yeah, they gonna come bomb yeah. and shit. They gonna start. Nah, you bugging. See, Nick already trying to get canceled. Now you trying to get canceled. <laughs> yeah, you just chipping. You the one. You the one said foreign tongue. Do documentary, <laughs> right? Well, wild time. Uh, that's wild, yo. That's why I don't know, man. I, I stay away from people, but listen, and that's what the into the into that. That's crazy. Hey, well, good stuff tonight, fellas, man. We're going to go ahead and wind it down. Uh, looks like the uh, Timberwolves are up on the Lakers right now. So your boy, How might, much? Have, uh, <laughs> boy might have a little cash out on the good fan duel tonight. Nothing crazy, but I'll put a couple bucks on there. We're in the like, second that, quarter. Get that cash out before you go to bed because they're going to lose. <laughs> First of all, fuck you. Second of all, I did check that cash out, and they only try to give me $5.50. I only bet four dollars on it. You know, I I, I stay small on shit. I'm not confident in. You feel Take me? your five fifty and go to bed. Exactly. I want that. I want that fifteen. I want them fifteen buckaroos, man. Yeah. Sadly, the Lakers will win this game. You were gonna be disappointed. So sorry to hear that. Would you like to have a four dollar bet as well, sir? I'll take FanDuel's money. I'll take FanDuel's money twice. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but I might go place a live bet on the uh, on the on the gambit. <laughs> the gambit, <laughs> the worst app, the worst app in the history of apps. The gambit. Hey, whatever, whatever, bro. I'm in the district. This is what we what we doing over here. Are you serious? It's only app that works in DC. So I hate gambit, bro. Nah, you you can you can use other apps in DC. You just gotta ride to the uh, to the stadium. Bro, ain't nobody doing that. I done did it multiple times. <laughs> Yo, my boy, my boy, my, my, account, bro. Bro, my boy has a gambling habit. I, I hate going to that side of town. It's it's annoying. I don't. I live far as hell from there, but no I did way. it because it's before they even had betting in Maryland, and I wanted to get my bets off. So, I used See, to, to me, if I gotta do that, I'm not betting. Yeah, that's how I feel. I guess and you never honestly, made a trip. I guess you never made a trip to a casino. <laughs> I have. Uh, uh, that's different, though. Not recently. That's a whole, I, I, that's a whole like, that's lit, though. Like, if I'm going to the casino, I'm, I'm yeah, outside. I've been going to the casino for 20 years, though. Unless, yeah. unless you, I'm paid to be there. It's like Lil Wayne said in that, in that mixtape. If you see me at the casino, <laughs> I have been paid to be there. I, I, I hit the <laughs> casino three times a year, man. See my, see my roulette, uh, my roulette numbers coming around for me. Matter of fact, we went to Vegas. I played. I played three. I played three hands of roulette. They were all three losers. I didn't play. I'm. I'm, I'm done. I'm. I'm, 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 I'm done. That's it. True. True. Yeah. I, yeah. I had a little luck last time we went on to Vegas, but uh, the time before that, I got cranked. But uh, I guess I. Yeah. I guess. I guess it's. I guess it's. Uh, you know, win some, you lose some. When it comes to casino, all the odds are stacked against you. So bet at your own risk. Yeah, you tend to lose more than you win, but that's just me. I'm, I'm jaded. I'm even on FanDuel, though. FanDuel ain't getting the best out of me, bro. I'm going to keep battling these motherfuckers. I'm going I'm to 
I'm, I'm trying to hit a lick on FanDuel. I need one of those $25,000 tickets you be saying. I need one. I'm coming for it, bro. See, what you're doing, bro, is a whole lot like Trey Young. You battling real hard just to be even, bro. Just to be <laughs> just, just, just to be even. Just to be in the middle of it. Just to, just, to, just to get to that 500 record. All that work. Just to be 500. I'd rather that to be getting cranked. I <laughs> hey, yo, I son, that's wild. Funny, bro. Hey, yo, who, who, who you who you bumps play in the first round? Nets. Oh wow, you lucky fuck. Yeah, they'll probably lose. They'll lose a couple games to them. Guarantee that. Guarantee you that. Matter of fact, I might check them odds for that first game. I might go check them odds, bro. I check them right there for that. Check they might steal some. They might steal some, but it don't matter. Yeah, I, I got the Cavs in. Uh, I got the Cavs in, in six to beat the Knicks. Hey, I've seen the. Uh, I've seen the Sixers lose to uh, to lower seeds in the past. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah. We past. Know. But no, nah, I'll be damned. I'll be damned. Joel Embiid wins MVP and lose that series. Uh, I don't know, bro. Like I said, I've seen it happen to them in the past, so I don't put it past them. I think actually, I think last time it was it was it a three six last time. They got caught slipping. I think it was. Like I think it was. Yeah, I think it was something like that. I think it was something. They like didn't that. lose though. They didn't lose though. They didn't lose. They, they didn't lost lose. a game. Like you be getting hype over like stupid shit. Like okay, they lost a series game in a game in a series. Okay, who lost a game in a series? What are you talking about? They lost a couple games in the Raptors series. They didn't lose the series though. I ain't talking about the. I'm talking about. What are you talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm talking about the Hawks. Uh, oh, okay. I, like I you don't know what you're series. talking about. I'm talking about a series that they lost <laughs> that I'm referring to. Okay. Oh yeah. When they, were the, when they were the higher seed and they took that L to the lower seed, I've seen it happen. Yeah. I've seen it happen. So I'm not so confident in the Sixers' ability to get the job done, especially against a team like the Nets, who I think are playing with house money right now. That's fine. Well, they're going to win the series. I don't. I don't. I'm not, I don't. I don't. I don't care if they win a game or if the Nets win a game or two. That doesn't mean anything to me. All right. I'm gonna put a, are you going to put money on that? That they win the series. Yeah. You want to take the Nets to win in the series. No, I'm sorry. Are you gonna put money on it, like on the sports books? Uh, I mean, then you gotta, you gotta. I mean, that's that's not good money. It's not good money. It's not good money to do that. So, if I just predict well, them to win the series, you know they're gonna win the series. That's a foregone conclusion. They're gonna win the series. The question is, how much are they gonna win the series? Not, easy money? not really. The betting odds ain't worth it. He's saying that the probably the, the Sixers are up like. Plus, no minus four hundred. They're minus something on. I don't. I don't. I don't do. I don't play stuff like that. All right. Well, okay. You can break like it down. On. If you want to break it down, you you play game. You play game by game. That's what you're saying. You, so you can I break mean, you can break it down game by game. What I'm saying is the odds aren't favorable for me to want to place that bet. See, this is why this is why y'all suck it. This is why you suck at betting because you're supposed to play with the. That, this is the thing, bro. Like everybody wants to play big odds and have plus two hundred, three hundred, four hundred. Bro, I'll be, ta- be taking the minus 175s, minus 160s. Yeah, let's take those and let's get those easy wins. You got to take those every now and again, man. Yeah, maybe maybe you're on to something. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why, yeah. You might be on to something. Y'all be trying to cook up them 12-leg parlays, trying to become Jeff Bezos off of one uh, fan duel hit. I did a 15-legger today. <laughs> and this dude is – and he's advising – and he's telling me how not to stay in the middle of the pack on betting. You probably lost so much more money than you've ever won. I mean, I'm 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 50-50 on FanDuel, but in general, I'm probably you know under a little bit. Yeah, 15 leg parlays. Have you ever hit? A, what's the biggest leg you've ever hit? Parlay. Maybe four. 
Yeah, I've hit a couple for work. Three legs, man. Three leg is the best one. I ain't getting bigger. I ain't getting, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not getting five, six, seven leg parlay. She's gonna hit. But all right, fellas, I like getting into betting talk, man. I'm a betting. I'm a betting man. But uh, good stuff tonight, fellas. Uh, y'all know how we end each and every show, man. Sports for the coach. Sports for the coach. We still live. Yeah, these how they disappear and then leave us live. That's crazy. Is this, this a prank? Is why, nah, this voice is wild. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs>